Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to episode three with me, Ben Bidwell, the Naked Professor, and I'm joined in this roundtable conversation with Michael Maisie, Pat DeVilly, and Josh Connolly, three guys who, if you've listened to the first two episodes, the previous two, you'll hear three guys who really share from their heart. There's so much vulnerability, there's so much pure emotion in this space. It's been like a, an absolute pleasure for me as someone who really loves to embrace and, in, and create a space for people to share openly, authentically. It's been beautiful. And do you know what? I think it goes to another level in this episode. This week, we're diving into what challenges still persist. And I wanted to ask this question to the group because no one's sorted. No one's got it all done. And I wanted to hear from the guys. I knew like that, that they've got the ability to be vulnerable. They've got the ability to really share what's what's within them. So I really wanted to create a space and, and, and show people that there's so much bravery, there's so much strength, there's so much truth in just acknowledging your limitations, acknowledging that sure you're showing up, sure you're on a, on a journey and sure you might, have, you might be armed with knowledge and information that stands you in great stead, but the work is never done. The challenges still persist. And even when we sort out those challenges, there might be new challenges that arrive. So I knew in some capacity that these guys would still have some kind of challenges and I wanted to bring that alive even though they've done so much work so yeah this episode is all about inviting space for the guys to own what challenges still occur in their lives and uh, it was beautiful to hear them open up their hearts and share oh I, I listened back in editing this today and it really it, it gave me goosebumps listening to some of Josh in particular this week really Oh, set me alive in, in just so much truth, so much ownership of where he's at and what goes on inside of him. Really powerful. And Josh is the guy who, is, you know, if you've heard the past two episodes, and if you haven't, then I really invite you to go back and, and listen. Josh is just incredibly articulate and an incredibly powerful speaker. Um, but the way he owns his space in this is just really, really beautiful for me. Amazing to hear. And yeah, I, I got a renewed sense of connection that I experienced at the time in listening back. So really powerful stuff for me and I'm grateful for it. Also, before we jump in, we also get in at the very end a quick question about what your purpose is. And I asked this because I also, I think I had a fairly good idea of what the guys were going to say to this as well. And it might be quite different to what you're expecting because their purpose is not wrapped up in achievements and accomplishments and a certain direction. Um, you'll hear what, I, what, what I'm getting at uh, when they actually come to answer the questions, but fair to say all the answers lie within and I hope you get the chance to stick around and listen to what each of the men share as their purpose. Really beautiful answers as well. So without further ado, 
Uh, let's introduce the guys back in. I'm about to ask them what challenges still persist in their lives. And uh, you're about to hear a pretty open, vulnerable conversation between four men. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. I want to kind of ask now, you know, we've all done a lot of work, but we all know that the journey is, is never ending. And I'd love to, to invite anyone, and there's no pressure to share, but anyone to invite a sharing of, of what challenges are still persisting, what, what fears are still within you, what, what, what tears are you still holding back, what, 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 what areas do you still need to grow, what, where are you still holding yourself back, what's, what's still challenging you. The work is never done. The, the way I want to answer this is I'm gonna, I want to tell you something that I don't want to tell you. I want to share with you something that I'm holding back. So you think when you go around a circle and you're checking in, it's like you're grinding down and every time it gets a little bit deeper. And a good gateway question for me to get a little bit deeper with you guys and everyone listening. What is something that I don't want to share with you? I miss my wife. I miss my wife. Since our baby's been born, I've been sleeping in my other daughter's bedroom because my my wife is breastfeeding and the baby is up sporadically through the night. And we've got another child. And if both of us are knackered, the other child's going to feel it. So we made the choice that, Michael, you go in Sienna's room and you take care of the whole morning routine, school run, whatever it needs to be done. And then once that's sorted, come back, take the baby, give me a break, etc., etc. So it was a great, it's a great plan, and it's worked. You know, we're 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 getting by a lot better than we did last time. But in the middle of it, I miss my wife. I, I I miss the simple thing of like just before bed, rolling over and and spooning her before we go to sleep i miss sex as well you know it's crazy to think that only two months ago she pushed a baby out but you know it's that intimacy that connection i miss that as well um and then i have the the there's a there's a fear there as well as like how long how long can you go on like this for without this can I let her into this place that I'm talking about? Have I let her into this place yet? Yeah, I, I did. I let her into this place probably before Christmas sometime. And saying these words out loud to you guys now makes me think I need to let her in here again. You know, before I think, oh, I, I can get that connection somewhere else. You know, sugar, uh porn whatever thing it is that i think connection is going to be there no this is a reminder that connection is done checking in with a group of men but then taking this back to my home checking in with my wife about it and the reality is i just miss her i love my wife and i miss her i just i just miss that connection so that's what i'm gonna do Another intention of mine is when I leave here is to set aside five minutes 
to check in my, with my wife and tell her this, tell her that I miss her and I miss our connection and our cuddles in the morning and our cuddles before bed. And I feel grief now. It's a sadness. It's like, it's like loss, sadness. Yeah. And I'm welcoming that part in. That beautiful part of myself that is grieving the loss of his wife. How beautiful is that? You know, beautiful. My default place where I go to, Ben, because I'm very pragmatic, I've got a good business head. But, you know, so for me, it's like, okay, we got to get from point A to point B. We've got a newborn. She's breastfeeding. We've got another baby. The house needs looking after. It needs cleaning. Food, dinner needs cooking. Breakfast needs preparing. Okay, boom. That's your job. And I'll go to that place. A hu- basically a human doing, not a human being. I'll just do, 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 do. Right, boom, boom, boom. Let's get this done. Let's get the job done. Boom, boom, like military style. And at some point, I have to stop and just be a human being and just feel what's going on. And um, and that's why that question is so beautiful, you know, to tell me something that you don't want to tell me. Because then it gets to the nitty gritty of like, actually, yeah, this is really underneath all of that. I'm really, I'm sad. I'm feeling sadness. You know, and 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 joy. Look, I'm happy. I've got a beautiful baby, so I feel joy there as well. And we're doing a great job at raising them. But in the middle of all of that, there's a little boy there who who misses that connection, and he loves his wife so dearly that he really misses her. And I have to honour that part of myself as well. So I just want to say I think it's so important, you know, to to honor that part as well. When you look at the trail that you've just done of honoring that part that you don't want to honor, you look where you've got to and the action that you're going to take, the learning has come come from going through it, right? I mean, you know that. I'm talking more for the people that might be listening, right? I'm not teaching you how to suck eggs. But, you know, we get caught up in... I don't don't like too much terminology, but I've used it in the past, but like spiritual bypassing and toxic positivity of, you know find always find gratitude always find the happy part that actually those stuff come when you when you lean into the real to to, to every emotion the rest of them come as they're a given you don't have to search for them you don't have to search for them you don't have to search for that joy that you talked about when you go through the the other stuff and i found myself getting really emotional when you was talking about the uh the grief the kind of missing your the, the missing your wife um since my two kids have been born I've been still on that massive journey of that kind of you know I I do believe that nearly all of my struggles probably all of them can be traced back to to my feeling that in and of myself I'm not lovable you know what I mean I, I really really struggle with that and I'll and I am always scheming and finding new ways to validate my need for people to love me in a new way that doesn't look like I'm valid, like seeking that validation. And I think I've talked a little bit in the past with you about it, Michael, actually, like I can put up a lovely thing on Instagram that's all about healing and it's just a quote, right? 
and then sit there and go, I do that. And at least I'm not like trying to seek validation from everyone. But I'm telling you that 50, 60, 70% of the time I do it is for validation. Let me try and get a good thing to put on Instagram and then watch everyone like it and tell me how brilliant it is, right? So it's still there. And I think, you know, this all kind of ties into the question that Ben asked. Um, and that is that, that you know, I'm consistently seeking validation from people. And here's the thing. This is why I think, like, a group of men like this uh, is the step in between the harder expression of emotion, which is to the people that I'm seeking attachment for from, yeah? I can come in and share like this with you, and then you sit me at dinner with my wife, and I'll clam up, and I'll tell her I'm all right, and everything's good, and we've got it on lockdown, don't worry. Yeah, because I'm seeking <laughs> attachment from her more than I'm seeking validation from you. I've always said it. I stand on a stage in front of hundreds of people, tell them, every, my, get be vulnerable, tell them everything that I'm thinking and feeling, and then go home to my wife and do what Michael's just talked about. Oh, I need to tell my wife some of this stuff. I walk through the door and I think I'm going to tell her, and she goes, how are you doing? And I think, I'm all right. We're good. Don't worry. Everything's fine. It went amazing. And why am I doing that? Because somewhere with that boy part of me inside of me thinks if I tell my wife that, then she might not love me in the way that I need her to love me. Or she might ask me, start asking me questions about it. She might make me sit down and unpack it in front of her. And I don't want her to go away. I don't want her to leave me. Yeah. And I, you know, we talk about uh, male postnatal depression. There's a term for it. I can't remember what it is, whatever it's called. Yeah. For me, I could have found that diagnosis, right? But I know that when my daughter was born, the first of the two that I've with my wife that I'm married to, I felt the same feelings of abandonment I felt when my dad left me when I was younger. I felt the same feelings of abandonment I felt from my mum when I felt like she wasn't able to be emotionally available for me when my dad was out drinking. And I felt alone. And 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 you know what's hard? Who do you say that to? When people come and say, how's it going? Baby's a month old. Who, who, Who's really asking you for you to give the answer? Well, I'm really struggling because I feel like my wife don't love me anymore. And she only looks at the baby in the way that she used to look at me. And she sits cooing over that baby. And I love the baby as well. Yeah. But what about me? Who loves me now? Where do I fit into this? She don't need me anymore. I was doing all that kind of stuff, which, which, People tend to try and rational, rationalize ourselves out of. And for me, too much rationalizing doesn't work when it comes to my feelings. I know everything that I've just told you is not true. It doesn't make theoretical sense. And I also know that knowing that does nothing to the way that I feel. You know? Sure, Michael, you know that your wife loves you. You know she's there. You know she doesn't need to be there for you to spoon when you're going to sleep to know how much you... You know all of that and you feel like you feel, you know? And I think finding the ability, like you've talked about that you're going to do, to first come out... You talked about saying things I don't want to say. First come out in a group like this and then find the courage. Let's talk about courage for a second to go to my wife and say, let me tell you a little bit about how I'm feeling. And what always happens when I do that with my wife, by the way, she goes, why didn't you tell me? And I think, oh, I can't believe you. I thought you were going to tell me I'm an idiot. 
or not that, but I think she's going to go, don't be stupid or flat. And she doesn't, she says, why don't you tell me? And then all of a sudden I'm back in my community. I'm back in the people that are able to reach me. If I'm not being my full self in the people that I want to fully connect with, then I won't fully connect with them. My wife will connect with the version of myself that I'm presenting. Yeah. And at the beginning, when my daughter was first born and my wife saying to me, I feel like everyone out there gets the best of you. And what do I get? And I'm want to rationalize and go, how can you say that? Look at the amazing stuff. Have you not seen what I'm doing? Yeah. I want to say all of that. Right. But the reality is, is that she's right. Because I'm staying surface level at home and doing what I'm going to call vulnerability porn when I'm out in front of everyone else. Yeah. So, I mean, I, again, I don't really know how I've got there, but I hope in some way, Ben, that comes back to your question. <laughs> what do I need to work on? Everything. <laughs> thank, thank you, Josh. That's powerful. Were you, were you aware of that, Josh, before you, before you sat in the space? Was that something you're conscious of before? Or is it just in sitting here that you've become aware of it? No, I, I mean, it's um, something that comes up a lot for me. It come up over the Christmas holiday when I come away from the work. I made a very conscious decision to uh, step away from my phone and kind of interacting in all of that kind of space. And I just realized how quickly I settle in that space. Um, so it was, it was hovering, but when Michael was talking, I felt, you know, when you feel the emotion here, it goes from sort of here to like, now you're going to have to express it now. So I think, yeah, it's definitely the connection of, bringing it to the forefront in terms of speaking about it because by the way talking about it with the 12 voices in your head don't do nothing does it you gotta do it <laughs> if talking about it in the voice inside with all the voices in my head worked mate i'd be an absolute spiritual god but uh it doesn't so yeah no it's brought to the forefront ben for sure thank you thank you pat is there anything you you wanted to share there's no pressure at all I, i'll go if not yeah, I'm happy to share. Um, I could really connect with the vulnerability porn. I think it's what Josh called it. Um, I can stand on a stage or I can do a podcast and, and talk about stuff that people might see as vulnerable. But again, the people close to me, I think I think that I'm better at opening up than I am. Um, I asked a friend for feedback recently and she told me, you seem like Superman, so I don't share my stuff with you because you seem to always have it together. In my head, I'm thinking, I feel like, I don't know what the opposite of Superman is, crazy man, but I, I feel like 13 <laughs> voices in my head. <laughs> I don't know about you, but um, the thing I, I, one thing I definitely struggle with amongst many others is um, uh, complete lack of clarity about what I want in relationship, um, in an intimate relationship. Um I had a narrative for years that I wanted to meet someone and have a family. And I've been questioning that in recent years. And I'm not sure if that's a, am I questioning it because I think I can't have it or am I questioning it because it's not what I want. And I struggle because you can only know yourself. Uh, no one can advise you. I don't think in that area. Um, and so when it comes to dating, I sometimes feel guilty because I don't know what I want. I don't want to waste anyone's time. Um, so pre-lockdown, I was thinking it was time to go on a vision quest and just sit with that question for four days of, do I want to be a family man? Um, that takes up more headspace than I would like it to. Uh, again, I probably overthink it, um, but that's a challenge. Um, 
there's part of me that feels I should be settled by now. There's part of me that feels, um, there's a big part of me that probably feels that, you know, I'm not lovable. The same thing as, as Josh had mentioned, there's definitely that fear there. So if I could wave, wave a magic wand and know what I wanted in that area, that would be cool. But uh, Santa didn't bring that this year. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, and you know, I distract myself. Um, I distract myself with noise. So I'm sure I would find more clarity in that area if I switched off the screens a bit more and sat with myself a bit more and uh, brought curiosity instead of judgment to where I'm at, uh, where I've come from. So that's where I'm at. Thanks. Uh-huh. Thanks, Pat. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And that resonates actually a lot with me. Um, you know, I'm 39, single. Um, I say single, it's complicated. Um, you know, I crave, uh, and the difference for me is that I know I crave family, I crave depth, I crave a relationship, I crave a team, um, I crave being seen deeply and being loved. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know if I am lovable. Um, um, I mean, I've had experiences where I, th I thought this could be it and then challenges come up and yeah, I just, you know, like you guys have, have, have all said, really, you know, I, I can be as vulnerable as I want and I can share to 
you know, write out my heart and stand on stage and let it all be seen. But there's 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 parts of me that you know and are, are not embodying that. I'm not showing up and giving that side of myself in a relationship and ultimately because of fear, you know, fears that still sit within me. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever master them. I don't know if if, if that's something that, you know, I, I, I really my, my hope and, and intention and goal is that, you know, I find someone that I love because they're not perfect and, and they love me because I'm not perfect, but I don't know if, if they will. I don't know if I have enough belief in, in, in other people to, to love me for my imperfections. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's the work continues, you know, it's, and that excites me. Um, To know that I am growing, to know that I am working on myself, to know that I'm not stuck, to know that tomorrow brings new opportunities, new possibilities, new depths, new learnings, to new growth in myself, means that I always have a chance. Um, my goal is just to, to, to not overthink, to, to just be present, just to show up, to let it be, and to, to, to try and flow with it. And um, you know, that's challenging for my ego. It's challenging for the voice. But I, I believe that if I do show up, if I do keep learning, I, I am vulnerable enough to keep accepting I don't have the answers, to keep allowing myself to grow, then there's possibility and there's hope. And that's a beautiful energy to have. So, um, yeah, that, like just lastly on that point, you know, in, in unison with, with, I think what you've all said is, you know, I'm sitting here facilitating a space that is meant to represent connection. Um, to to what well, it does represent connection, but and I feel that connection, and and I, and I hope I'm embodying that connection and allowing it. But yet, I haven't yet mastered that in the area that matters most to me, which is which is with a with a teammate, with a partner. So I don't know how that fits, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, so yeah, I, I, the, the point I really wanted to do and just asking that, that, that matters so much to me is that, you know, we're all on a journey. Um, we're all being seen. We're, we're putting out a message. I, I believe we're all helping people. Um, and we don't have all the answers. There's no doubt about that. And I think it's really important that this, this, this is a journey. This is an adventure. This is... And we could come back in 10 years' time and have a similar conversation and, and, and we still won't say, no, I've sorted all that stuff I talked about. It's all sorted now. And, and you know what? Bingo. Like, life is exactly how I always planned it to be. You know? It's, it might be different challenges, but it's still going to be something else that's coming up. And this is the game. Um, for me, it's just always just a reminder to be present. And, you know, I'm guilty of this too, is always looking to the future, always thinking, I will be happy when. You know, because I don't have everything that I want right now. Um, why not? I have to lean in, you know, remind myself this, this getting to do this, this is part of my journey. Everything that's happening right now, the struggles, the challenges, the opportunity to grow, having hope, that's all part of this adventure. So, um, 
I'm grateful for all of you in, in sharing that, and I, and I hope um, people feel that the answers are never going to be done. Um, thank you, everyone, for sharing. So I want to ask about um, a purpose. You know, January, there's goals everywhere. It's, it's, um, uh, you know, that's that's the talk of New Year, New Me, and and, and whatever, whatever else. And I want to just open up this space about purpose do you guys do you guys feel like you're on purpose do you know what your purpose is how did you discover your purpose um what is your purpose um how does that sit with you all do you are you goal setters what's what's your journey what what who do you want to be are you being who you want to be when you attend uh the new warrior training and adventure with the mankind project part of what they get you to do which i'm not really allowed to say but to answer the question i have to um, is it you, <laughs> you, you write a mission, a mission, like a mission for your life. What is your mission? What is your purpose? What is it you want to achieve? What is it you want to do? What is it you're uniquely crafted to do on planet earth? And over the years, your mission changes, you know, it, it changes and develops, but my mission is I inspire men to become better versions of themselves by using all the tools I have to hand. That's my mission. And I always ask myself, am I on mission? You know, and I am, I guess, you know, although it's very difficult to do it with all the current restrictions in place to really help people. But I believe I do what I can with the tools that I have based on the, the restrictions and stuff. So yeah, that's how I discovered it. And my purpose and my aim for this year with the lockdown is to um, is to continue to do that, but to be more present, to be really present for my family. You know, that's been the stretch for me, really. The past couple of years has been, can I really be present enough to really believe that I deserve everything that I have? to really enjoy the life that I have and be present to really take it all in, be present for my family, be present enough to notice the tiny little changes in my children's behavior and help them grow and work through their challenges and be present for my wife as well. That has been a big thing for me. And that's what I want to continue growing on this year is be really present for my wife, really listen goodness me the amount of times over the years my wife has said to me you don't bloody listen <laughs> you know and it's like okay this is a real stretch can i try and turn off the outside world business social media really listen to her be present for her so that's that's one of my that's my purpose for this for this year continue helping others but be present for my family. Yeah, I guess I'll go. Um, I think like in terms of sort of goal setting and purpose stuff, in terms of the work that I do, I feel like they can be useful, but on kind of a, the personal aspect, I try not to get too caught up in them. Go just a little bit to do with Michael mentioned earlier about being going from being a human being to a human doing. I want to, get too caught up in my life's purpose that I miss what's going on here because ultimately I think my purpose here 
is to be an honourable um, member of my family, to be there for my children and to be there for my wife. And I ain't the best at it. I'm not very good at it. And I could do a lot better. And, you know, my wife says the same thing to me. Um, you don't listen. She normally tells me that after I've told her about how many people have said I'm brilliant at listening. <laughs> <laughs> you are not good at listening. You never listen to anything I say, right? And she's right. She's right. And again, you know, so I, I, the common thread for me and through a lot of what we've been talking about comes back to attachment and that kind of difficulty that I have with, with attachment. So, so to kind of wrap it up and not to talk on too much, um, I feel like my life's purpose is, is to try and be the best version of myself within the community that I exist in. My community being my family and my wider circle, which is a small circle, by the way, but that is my community and try to be a, a player in that and try to show up for that in the way that I'm supposed to. And then I do have aspirations as a human being to be able to help and support people. And I guess my purpose in that is to help people to come back to themselves, to kind of let, to, 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 to share my learnings with other people so that they may, may be able to, 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 to get on to a similar journey to what I've experienced to share, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that essentially it comes back to that to that being who I am and existing honorably in, in, in the community in which I exist in. I, I think it's important. A, a girl that works for me shared a story the other day that it's from the Bible. I'm not very religious, so I'll probably butcher the story a little bit, but something to the effect of um two men come to God and he gives them each a gift and one of them kind of sits with the gift and does nothing with it. And the other one goes and uses the gift and then comes back and says, hey, thanks for that. That made a big impact on my life. And God says, here's another one. He keeps going back and forth and just using what he has in that moment. And when Michael says it's about empowering men with the tools I have to hand, I think that's kind of, I think that's important for me to, to recognize where I am and not get caught up in, in trying to be too far in the future. Um, if I follow the breadcrumbs back over the last 10 years, my purpose is bringing people together and my two words are belief and belonging. So helping people believe in themselves and, and feel like they're a part of something. So initially I did that through fitness, then it was personal development. Now it's more personal acceptance. Um, but ultimately my own self-work is the most important work. Um, Ram Das said that the only thing I can do for me is work. The only thing I can do for you is work on me. And the only thing you can do for me is work on you. And so um, that's what I gotta be doing. and. From a very practical standpoint, I want to make the tools that have helped me in my life as accessible and uh, mainstream, if you will, as they can be. Um, and on a, on a local level, just help men and women who are struggling with their mental health with tools that can, you know, make mental health a, a, as important as physical health and, and these other things and have practices on a daily basis. Don't just hope it's going to take care of itself. Um, that's 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 right now. I think where I'm at. I was the goal setting guy for long enough, and that exhausted me. So now it's just intentionality. I think. Thank you, thank you, Pat. Thank you. Um, I hear all of you. I, I um, in a similar kind of theme. Um, had a conversation probably about I don't know maybe end of end of December with a friend, and you know I was sharing a bit of the weight that, of some of the pressures that I felt of, of a new business, a, a new community that I've started, and. You know, I had these goals and my intentions and it's got to be this and this and this. And, you know, he just reminded me 
like how much that takes me away from the journey from being present today and actually stop enjoying it and then making it heavy because it's meant to be this and it's got to be that and actually if I just show up and do my best for it anyway then I get to enjoy it and it will it will still be what it is I know the route ahead it's not that I, I, I'm kind of just like whatever and, and no purpose to it I know that the, the path but I'm just not tying its success to, to, to its results. I'm just showing up. And just from that conversation and, and the way that I've engaged with it, it's become fun and playful. And I'm showing up better as a result. And it will be a better product as a result. And, you know, it's reminded me, my purpose is, for me over the last few years is, is always just to become, like just to show up without fear of, for whatever reason, I always see it as failure, rejection, or embarrassment. If I can let go of those three key things for me, um, then I'll come from a pretty good place and my journey will unfold as I go. And I, I feel that's my purpose. Uh, and I find goal setting, specific goal setting, heavy and a weight, and they take me away from the present. Um, but that's just me. Uh, I don't think there's a right or wrong because I think we're all driven in different ways, but something I've learned. Um, so yeah, my purpose is, is, is this, my purpose is to show up, to let it unfold, no expectations, remove, let go of fear, feel it, but don't, don't, don't abide to it. I just want to have a quick check out if we can just ask how you're feeling. Yeah, I'll go first. I'm checking out with joy. I feel joy in my heart. I was listening to you share. And I just love you all. I love you all and I'm grateful for your friendships. You know, we each have our individual friendships that bring so many gifts. And I'm grateful to have this space. I'm grateful to have men where I can bring all of me and I don't get shot down and judged and criticized. And it's like I can bring all of me to these men and I'm grateful for them relationships because for many years of my life, even when I got sober, I didn't have friendships like that. So um, I just want you all to hear that I, that I love you all. I'm grateful for your friendships and, and credit to you all. You're all pioneering the way for mental health and helping others, you know, so keep shining your light. And um, yeah, that's me. I'm checking out. Thank you. Thank you, Ben, for holding this space as well. I hope. Thank you, Michael. Uh, look, I, I guess I, I guess I echo that. Um, when when Michael was talking then as well, it sort of brought up. You know, I've got two young boys and stuff like that. And one of the things that I'm really passionate I'm passionate about, you know, creating a world where young boys don't have to experience it in the way that I did. You know, they can. The, the struggles are coming. Hardship will happen to young people. It's the way it is. I don't think you'll ever eradicate that. Can we create a space for those youngsters where spaces like this, yeah, where they don't have to go to the pits of despair to go and find these spaces where these spaces are readily available when they're kids and they're normal. Um, and, and, you know, this kind of thing fills me with hope for that. It really does fill me for hope when I see other men um, with the ability to do it. So, yeah, I feel grateful. I feel hopeful. Um, and uh, And it's always mixed with a sense of, when this is finished, I'm going to go back up to surface level for a bit, probably watch something lighthearted on YouTube for five minutes and bring myself back to somewhere near surface level. Because I tell you what, one thing I did do early days 
was get addicted to just being in that deepness all the time. And I was just deep swimming or it was exhausting. So I know sometimes now do some deepness and then go back up to surface level and tap into that part. So thank you, Ben, uh, Pat and Michael. Thank all of you. Um, it's been great. I feel love and I feel loved. Um, so Ben, thanks for bringing us together. And Mike, thanks for the connection. And Josh, I'm looking forward to connecting further. Um, I just want to anchor in for myself at this moment. Remember how good I feel when I when I connect, and um, it, it, sometimes forget the things that keep me well and 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 make me feel good. And I fall into my pattern of isolation or of of um, procrastination or whatever it might be. Um, but now more than ever, I need this, and uh, I'm grateful to you guys for, you know, being there and allowing me to be here. So. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Pat. Thank you. Um, just to wrap up, uh, um, yeah, this is everything for me, these, these conversations. Um, really, like, uh, this is what I, I, this is what I want to facilitate. Um, I'm just incredible, incredibly grateful um, for you all. Um, showing up the way you do for letting yourself be seen for, for, for representing what I think is just such a healthy way of living um, in my opinion um, and I'm just I'm, I'm, my heart is full my heart is full um, I love you all I was scared to say that for a long time but it now makes me proud to say it and um, gratitude love um, hope and uh, yeah that's me so thank you um, grateful to you all i look forward to watching you all fly thank you ben thank you so there we go what a beautiful wrap up what a beautiful opportunity for me to sit with amazing amazing men men who are willing to share all of their truths to own their vulnerabilities to own their strengths to own their challenges to just be truthful to, to, to own all of who they are it's that's the space that I love sitting in you'd have heard me share when it comes to purpose you know this is what it feels like for me to, to be on purpose to sit in spaces like that with those guys really really beautiful and um, I love that quote that Pat shared at the end about Ramdas um, and how we how the best thing we can do for anyone is to work on ourselves to be the best version that we can be for them um, that really wrapped things up beautifully for me um, grateful grateful to, to have the conversation we've all stayed in touch since um, I actually checked in with, with Michael today to find out um, how his conversation with his wife went um, to reconnect back with her I don't know yet so I can't give you the answers I'm afraid but um, I'll, I'll share at some point but that's it for these guys um, what a beautiful conversation what a beautiful chance for me to sit in that space with them I hope it, it brought you something I hope it's allowed you to experience men uh, owning their emotions experiencing men being all of who they can be to still be strong to still be present to still be leaders but also owning that it's not always that way uh, and that's the beauty of emotions it shows so much of who we can be usually we do four episodes a month we wrap things up this time in three and that means we've got space for a bonus one next week which is a conversation I've wanted to share for so long it's a really beautiful powerful powerful conversation that will stay with me forever so that's coming next week and then we'll be back to the roundtable conversations the week after with a new conversation I think this time we're going to be joined by women which is going to open up a whole new dynamics something that I'm really excited about 
So thank you for listening. If you want to support, if you want more men talking, then please share this with whoever you think it might be applicable. Hopefully we make it relatable and understandable wherever you're sitting. Um, and thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to join more of, of what I'm about, um, I'm on Instagram, The Naked Professor, and we've got The Naked Professor's podcast there too. Um, otherwise, any rating or reviews or subscriptions just help us get the message a little bit further and hopefully get a world where we're all talking with a bit more meaning and a bit more purpose and a bit more vulnerability to allow for more connection. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. And I'll see you next week for a very special episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.